Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios. Today, Matthew Hussey talks about the secrets to a healthy relationship. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. with someone you don't know that well is to immediately go to that place. I've been in relationships where I felt like my partner was trying to fix me. Mm -hmm. And it really is a shitty feeling. Indeed. Because, but, but here's the funny thing. Girls only get into relationships with guys that they want to fix. Only. If you're perfect, quote unquote, then these girls are going to run away from you like... <laughs> <laughs> because these these girls only go for guys with quote unquote toxic traits and toxic traits like having boundaries, you know, putting your mission above them, being hardworking and, and not giving them much time, uh, focusing on yourself, all that stuff. Those are things she wants to change because she wants you to put her on the pedestal. And if you do, then she'll leave. For men, I think it really emasculates us as well, right? We want to be I guess perfect we want to just make our, our woman happy and I've been in relationships where I felt like she was trying to fix me mm. and it yeah. fucking sucked right that's a rough situation to be in it's really sure. and I, I had a conversation with her about it where I was like by the way when you when you do that thing where you try and correct correct me constantly what you're actually also doing as a consequence is saying that I'm not good enough that's actually not what's happening when she's constantly correcting you what she's saying is I'm your superior. This relationship is in my frame. You are to do what I want. You see what I'm saying? So what she's actually communicating is, I don't respect you. I see myself as superior to you. Do as I want. That's what she's saying. It means the girl is not actually interested in you the way you think. She's not actually attracted to you the way you think. Because no girl that's truly attracted to you are going to treat you that way. Mm. I remember having that conversation with her. Fortunately, she was someone that could really listen. But women, I think women and men, I only can speak from the perspective of women because I've only ever been on the receiving end of it from women. Mm. But um, what do women need to know about that of this? Because a lot of them do it. They, they meet someone, he might be doing this, he might be down the pub too much, he might be have this bad habit, this thing. What do they need to know about this desire they have sometimes to try and fix us? What you need to know, man, is you need to hold your frame. I am the leader. I am going to do as I'm going to do. If you want to change me, I don't care. I'm going to keep doing what I do. And if you don't stop, then I'm going to leave or replace you with someone who will. When you're a high-value man, the man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, you don't have to put up with garbage behavior like this. She shouldn't be correcting your every move. She shouldn't be criticizing your every action. She shouldn't be pointing out all of the behaviors she doesn't like. Because that is disrespectful. All right, shitting time. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Just click more in the video description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios books and go to my Patreon and subscribe patreon.com slash the Helios blog. 
Thank you so much. Shilling is done. Let's continue. Does it work? Where does it lead? Well, I think people have to suspect themselves in the beginning if they're choosing people that they're not aligned with in the first place. Indeed. That I think is a, the, the fixing thing is often a big symptom of the fact that instead of choosing a partner, you chose a project of some. Well, no, that's not actually true. Women are hypergamous. What that means is most men are invisible to most women. Only the top 20% are even considered. The top 20% are considered quote-unquote average by girls. These are the only guys that women choose. Everyone else is below average, which means they're not considered. And so, because those men, most men are invisible, and they have such a small population of men to actually choose from, because most guys are invisible, they, they cut them out of the market entirely, they have to choose a fixer-upper. They have to choose a Chad and try to change him into Billy. And actually, the funny part is that if you as a man allow yourself to be changed from Chad to Billy, you actually get left. Should actually leave you for another guy. Or, even worse, she'll divorce you take half your crap, take your children, call you an A-word, an M-word, whatever, and destroy you, if you allow her to destroy you. And that's the sad part. I'm kind, hmm. right? And now I'm unhappy because I needed these things from the beginning, but this person isn't doing them. But I knew that in the beginning. It's not like I suddenly found out that he enjoys going to the pub. Right, but here's the thing. He is a top 20 percenter. He is the kind of man that other men want to be and other women want to be with. So, I would rather choose him than any other guy. The, the logic is, I would rather share a winner than be with a faithful loser. Women do not even look at losers, in men who are losers in their eyes. They don't even consider them human beings. So those people are not worth consideration or discussion or conversation. Our first four dates were in a pub. <laughs> yeah. You know, the guy likes a drink. I, I knew that in the beginning. And does that mean there's a certain level of acceptance that's required when you meet someone? Well, I think that we have to, we have to, um, to a certain extent, say, am, am I at peace with who this person is today. What Matthew is saying is women should be intelligent and wise about the men that they choose from the start. You shouldn't be choosing Chad if you don't want Chad. And if you want Chad, you should be okay with what Chad does and provides. Because basically what Matthew is describing is that girls want fried ice, right? They want... The man that other men want to be and other women want to be with, but they want him to act as a guy that kisses their ass and does everything they want and acts exactly as they want. They want their cake and to eat it too. Because if I'm not, why would I get into a relationship with them? Well, because you're trying to change him so that he fits your perfect mold of what a man should be in a relationship. 
And if he doesn't, then <laughs> what happens is you're just going to leave. But not before sleeping with the guy for four to six months and then calling the guy toxic. I'm literally getting into a relationship on a wager that they're going to become what I want. What are the chances of that? Well, that's the thing. The thing is women, a lot of them in 2023 especially, they are not going to settle for any guy who they consider to be below average. So they would rather gamble and roll the dice on Chad than go for a guy who's, you know, 7 out of 10 and be treated well, guaranteed, and have a marriage and a family and so on. They would rather try to change Chad into that, you know, faithful guy. And if they fail, then they'd rather be single. It goes back to the point we were saying about this inauthentic initial connection. When you you kind of, you don't really show who you are. Um, and you might also have a presumption that the bits you don't like about them, you're not going to mention it just yet. Or you're, you're going to kind of, maybe not 12 months in, you're going to start mentioning that that's really a big problem to you. That's what women do. Yeah. For men, you you don't have to do that. You can you can start like first of all, you should never bring up the relationship discussion ever as a guy. You let her bring it up. So be, because it puts you on the front foot, it puts you on the pedestal, right? She tells you that she wants to be in a relationship with you, which means she's asking you, which means you're in the in the driver's seat, right? So it it, it sets up the natural dynamic. And you need to then, once she comes to you with that information, start putting in the boundaries, right? Oh, you want to be in a relationship with me? Okay, here is what I desire from women who are in a relationship with me. No social media, keep yourself fit, dress your best and look your best for me and for other people, tone it down. Um, We're not out here going going out in public, advertising ourselves to other men, and no girls' night outs, no parties, no going on solo trips, no girls' vacations, all of that. And if she doesn't want to go with what you're saying, that's fine. She doesn't have to. But that's what your requirements are in a girlfriend. So if she refuses to comply... Okay, you will never be my girlfriend. You'll stay as friends with benefits and do whatever you want. Be a single girl. Go be free. But if you want to be in a relationship with me, these are my ba- these are my boundaries, these are my requirements, this is what I need. But you connected and authentically from the start. So yeah, I just I just I'm just totally thinking about my own experience of that. And the other part of it was hugely my fault in the sense that I would compromise. Indeed. So say that I loved watching the football and she didn't want me to watch the football or whatever. Sure, fucking turn the football off for the first couple of months just to keep mm, happy families. Mm-hmm. No, no. You own the frame of the relationship. What you want to do is what you do. Should she earn it by consistent long-term good behavior, then she earns the right to have her input but you're still going to do what you want to do. She just has her input. So for example, the girl might say, I want to watch show X. And you're like, 
Well, right now we're watching this. I don't feel like watching it. But maybe at some point you can try it out, right? The show that she suggested. If you don't like it, then you just switch. I don't like this show. And if she doesn't go with it, if she keeps pressuring you to watch what she wants and to do what she wants, she's not a girlfriend. She's not a wife. Because she's not submissive. She's not cooperative. She's not going with what you want. She wants everything to be her way. That's masculine. Which means long term, it's not going to work. If you're the one that has to constantly compromise and she doesn't do anything that you want, you're losing. You're not in the right position. She has the frame and basically you're the girl in that case. Do you want a relationship where she's the dominant and you're the submissive? It's ridiculous. Because in order for you to even be in the relationship in the first place, you have to be superior to her in every way. So why should she command the relationship? If you're better than her in every single way. If you're taller, stronger, theater, faster, more charismatic, more money, more friends, better friends. If you're better than her in every single way. If you're the kind of man that other men want to be and other women want to be with. Why should she run the relationship when she gets so much more benefit from you than you get from her? So this guy's starting from the wrong frame. That's the problem here. And then this resentment starts building in you. I fucking miss the football and you're the reason I can't watch it. You know what I mean? Again, that's like I was inauthentic. I wasn't honest. And we all in some way are prone to that. We, We are trying to... No, 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 no. We're not all prone to that. People-pleasing beta men are prone to that. No. Men who are low in agreeableness are not afraid to say no. And those are the men that are the most attractive to women. A man who's able to say, do you want to watch this? No. I don't like it. And just straight up say that. And not only say it, but say it righteously, without fear. If you leave me right this second because I said no to you, I don't care. Leave me. I would rather do what I want to do and have my peace than be with you. And you have to righteously believe that and live that if you want to have a successful relationship with a girl. You cannot be constantly compromising the things that you want to do that you like to do. You can't do that. Because if you do, you destroy yourself. You destroy yourself from becoming the man that is actually attractive to women. But not only that, that is maximally able to have a strong family unit. Because if you weaken yourself as a man, you can't be the father that, that your future children need. You'd, you'd be a weak loser. And so what do children learn from weak losers? They learn how to be weak losers, which is why women leave them, right? We're trying to oil the joints yeah. of, of early dating so that everything moves in this nice, smooth, romantic direction. And, and we kind of, if we're not careful, we do end up playing a part that we think will just create the most energy. This guy just talks like a woman. But anyway, what is the most powerful word in the English language? Audience, do you know? If you don't, the most powerful word in the English language is no. Do you want to go here? No. I want to do this. I don't. I'm not interested. No. I don't really like that. No. Being able to say no is extremely powerful. The most good energy, the most romantic energy. 
I, I think that what I've learned as a personal lesson is that I would judge things very quickly in people without trying to understand what was behind them. Like why, why is this thing important to you? Why do you like doing this? What is it about this thing? What, because it's very easy when someone's different to how we are, it's very easy to decide what that means. <laughs> yeah, amen. To decide what the intention must be behind that. Yeah. And then to judge someone on that. And so what is Matthew saying? I mean, I, I, I tune out when Matthew's talking because he's so feminine in his, in his talking. But anyway, what he's saying is never judge people. You know, don't, you know they, they say something that's an obvious red flag. No, don't judge them. You know, judging people is so bad. Again, everything that Matthew says is basically an advertisement for his brand. Matthew Hussey sells lies to women, right? And because he does that, every single word that comes out of his mouth is aligned with this brand. So he has to keep talking like a girl. He has to encourage uh, no judgment. He has to encourage womanism and you know strong, empowered girls making the correct decision no matter what they do and so on. He has to encourage that. Or if he chooses to discourage that, he has to do it in the nicest, most sugar-coated, most indirect way possible so that he couldn't possibly be attacked by the girl mob. One of the things that I think would help people, because it's very easy to say, well, date people who you already like the way they are and don't date people or don't go any further with people that do things you don't like. That's a oversimplification. Not true. Again, Matthew's not getting at the deeper rooted thing, which is 99.9% of the time, those behaviors that girls say they don't like are exactly indicators of attraction triggers that women need for bedroom fun. Guy who's rude, a guy who's obnoxious, a guy who is strong, a guy who says no, a guy who's dominant, a guy who... All of this and the behavioral pieces that go with these things, all of these are part of the cloud of things that women are only solely attracted to. They will only sleep with men that have those traits. That's why they choose the fixer-uppers. Because only those men are attractive to them. The, what I would say to people is there's always going to be differences between you and the person you date. There's always going to be things that you... I'm not talking about things that you genuinely, ethically abhor. Of mm. course. That, that's a problem, right? But if someone is doing things that are different than what you do or what you enjoy... Take a moment to be curious about that thing. Again, you as a man, you don't need to mold yourself to be more attractive to her. She has to mold herself to be more attractive to you. Women take the shape of the container they're in. They will take your shape. That's the point. 
You don't compromise yourself for her. No, she should be compromising herself for you. So what's going to happen is she's going to take some of your hobbies as her own hobbies. She's going to take some of your interests as her own interests. She's going to like the things you like or make an effort to show that she likes the things you like and so on. That's what girls are like. If she's truly interested in you and it's not a lie and she's not, you know, taking you for a ride. What is it for them about that thing that they really like? What does it represent to them? What's driving them there? Why are they that way? I have found that to be an immensely connecting experience because you may do something different to me, but why you like that thing might actually resonate with me Mm. in terms of why I like this thing. Oh, and by the way, what Matthew here is describing is the difference between how men and women start off relationships, okay? And even start off the first date. Men look for reasons to qualify a girl. Why do I like her? What do I like about her? What reasons do I have to actually be in a relationship with this girl? And women are the opposite. What do I dislike? Why should I not be in a relationship with this guy? What does he do that I dislike? How can I disqualify him? That's the difference between men and women. Matthew's talking about how men are. What excuse, what rationalization can I give myself to demonstrate, to demonstrate What rationalization can I give myself to tell myself why I should be with the girl? Mm -hmm. I might find that we're actually at the core quite similar, even though the way those values or those desires or those needs are represented on the surface is different. And I think people give up a lot of great people because of their immediate judgment of the differences because they haven't actually sought to understand the the connections that are under the surface. I had a few words to say about one of my sponsors on the- Yeah, no. No sponsors. No sponsors. Sorry, we're gonna skip past the sponsors. I have humility about long-term relationships. You've just got a fiance as well. That's a, as you wrote on that caption, a forever commitment. Right. I have massive humility about commitments like that in the sense that, like I said to you earlier in this conversation, I don't pretend to know about things I don't know. But do you personally have a fear of boredom in your relationship? Because I, I don't, she's going to listen to this. I, I wonder, I think, well, I've, never, I've only ever done two or three years. So what, how do you get 30 years in and still have